Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Wrestling 101 with Jackson. I am your host, Jackson Booth, and this is your co-host, Stephen Booth, his father. So how is, is everybody? And this is our night episode, baby. Yay. Can't believe it's already our ninth episode. Number yeah, 10's been- around the corner. If we can get more research in, <laughs> boom, our 10th going to come back fast. maybe one day we get big enough, maybe we can get do interviews. Oh. And like, get yes. people, like a wrestler's we numbers. We can call them and be like, hey, interview them on our show. Can can, can you be on a podcast? Yeah, that's what we'll tell them. Damn. That would be too sweet. Yeah, today we don't want to do a video because... Yeah, we was going to do a video, but not today. Jackson's hair is a mess. What? Uh, I'm just kidding. I was playing around with it. Hey, say it. Don't spray it. Today we're going to be on Cody Rhodes, right? No. Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. Randy Orton's dad. Oh, my God. Yes, this is Randy Orton's Faja. Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. Dang, dude. Yeah. He sucks, though. No, he don't. He was good. He was always a bad guy. Well, why do you always have to be mean to all the people when they Yeah, he out? was always mean, wasn't he? He always had that cowboy hat and that cast sometimes. Yeah, and then only, he only was nice to Randy, but not no one else. Yeah. He, and, he always go, and he always used to interfere with people's matches and yeah. knock out the ref and get his cane and rip the lemon. Heck out of the other opponent. Yeah, he was a good heel. He was a good bad guy. I didn't like him. Yes, well, that was the whole point. Oh, sorry, guys. When you're a bad guy like that, that's the point is to get the people to hate you. you. All right, I hope everybody's been doing good. Staying good in school. Jackson started back school. Last week we didn't do an episode because Jackson was out on the spring break, so we took a week off. Yeah, but we were trying to do it Friday, but we couldn't relax But before time. he goes on vacation this year, we're going to get some piled up. Yes, we were all trying to get some piled up. We're going to get some uh, extra stuff, bonus stuff. We was thinking what we might do once a month for bonus stuff is what, do a watch-along. Yeah. And then we'll we'll watch a match together. It. And uh, we'll just have the volume off, and we'll be talking about it as the match is going. Yeah. That sounds groovy. But now we have Monday Night Raw on the... On um, the living loom. Yeah. All right. I guess it's... Uh, um, glad everybody's back. I'm glad everybody, uh, everybody keeps listening to our podcast we got going on here. Jackson sure does appreciate it. And they probably missed me. Oh, yeah. They was like... <sighs> Man, not a new episode. We need another episode, Jackson. But I'm not the one that edits them. My dad is going to show me one day. To yeah, when he gets them. older, he's going to have to start helping and doing the editing and doing the research and writing this stuff down. I only did it once, and I couldn't really find the rest loose. Yeah. But I'm going to try doing it this weekend to find some more wrestlers to Talk okay. Because we're running out of to, all these wrestlers. Today we're going to go over Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. from the past He's and me. Sammy Guevara, Guevara, Guevara 
from from AEW. AEW. He's a new guy, so we got someone from the past, somebody from the present. But he got kicked out in a circle. We'll get to that. He didn't get kicked out. He quit. But but now I bet you he's back. They probably already know if they watch AEW. Dang it. <coughs> but we'll refresh their memory. Okay, let's start out with Cowboy Bob Orton. Let's get this rolling. At the age of 22, Bob dropped out of college. He started training with Hero Matsuda. Hero Matsuda with Eddie Graham and Jack's, Jack Briscoe. That was my name. Yeah, Jack Briscoe. He was a good wrestler. So was uh, Eddie Graham. A chance has like Eddie Guerrero and Vicky Guerrero. Superstar Eddie Graham. He was like the first kind of bodybuilder looking dude. Dang. But I'll show you some. We'll cover him one day too. Yeah, I really want to see him. Okay, he made his wrestling debut in 1972. It's in CW from Florida. Championship Wrestling from Florida. Under the name... Young, <clears throat> young Mr. Wrestling. He would team up with his father, Bob Orton Sr., and they would win the tag team championships. And by the way, if you didn't know, like I said, this is um, Bob Orton, uh, Cowboy Bob, Bob Orton, Orton is Randy Orton's father. Yeah, so he Randy to... uh, is like a third generation wrestler. His his uh, grandfather was a wrestler. His uh, dad was a wrestler, and he is. But have you not noticed he now returned a bad guy since his dad died? Yeah. Okay. Said that Bob Junior was the first wrestler to use the suplex suplex as a finishing move. Wait, what? Yeah, he used a suplex. And then Brock Lesnar got in and Goldberg. Yeah, but he was the first one. In his early years at wrestling, he would wear a mask and go by the name of the Invader until oh. 1976. And, uh, seven, until 1976. Then he took the mask off. And after success in Florida, he... Uh, Went to the central states and to the mid-south regions and had good uh, good runs there, too. Then Bob went to the NWA from 1980 to 19... NWA. Yep. Wait, what? That's been long for a long time? Yeah. No That's wonder they broke down. Yep. But they're coming back. Okay, in 1980 to 1981, using a cowboy gimmick. That's when he started becoming, uh, using the name uh, Cowboy Bob Orton. Oh, yay. And where was I? Okay, went to the NWA using, okay. He had good good success there, winning matches, and had a uh, reputation as a hard worker and a real tough guy. He left, but came back to win the uh, tag team titles. But he would soon leave again to the WWE. Oh. This is when he really got big. He uh, came to the WWE. He was a heel using the... Quit. While we're recording. 
using the uh, suplex as a finisher. He would cha- he would challenge Bob Backlund for the WWE Heavyweight Championship, but he wouldn't get the title. And he tried again in a lumberjack match, but he didn't win. He left, but came back soon. He returned back as a, as Rowdy Rowdy Piper's uh, bodyguard. Remember him? And he would call himself, and uh, Rowdy would call him Ace. Ace is in the hot old farts. <laughs> what let that commercial? And he would wear a cast on his arm, saying his arm was uh, still healing from being broke by Jimmy Snooker. Who is that? In a match. Huh? Who, who is that? Jimmy Snooker? Yeah. Well, I will go over him. He was another Samoan Samoan guy. He would come off the top ropes and ah, fly and stuff. Oh, that's how, yeah. He was the first one, if I think, to fly off the cage. Yeah. When you'll see him, you'll know him. I think you've seen him before. You just don't know his name. Anyways, he still had the cast on his arm saying, you know, oh, my arm's still broke. I got to use it. But he would use the cast to cheat and help uh, Roddy Piper win matches. Yeah, like when the ref wasn't looking, he'd hit the other guy in the head with the cast. Or if he had a match, he would use the cast. When That's the why would, I don't yeah. like him. <laughs> because I, cause like during the matches, he would take it off and then bang him and make them bust open and put it back and thing. oh, yeah. he hurt my arm. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's what he would do. And then Roddy Ray Piper would do his finisher on him and mm-hmm. one, two, three. That sucked. And then it all came to a head at the first WrestleMania Mania at Madison Square Gardens. I never even seen that match. Oh, we need to watch it. I think you have. If you you probably have, you just don't remember. But it was in 1985, and it was uh, and he was in the corner for uh, Paul Orndorff and Roddy Piper, and they was facing Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. You remember that match now? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Now I remember it. Now I remember it because Hulk Hogan and Mr. T won. Yes. Since yeah, because remember, he went to use his cast and cheat. And, and he missed the guy and he hit his own partner. Yeah, and then he was like, are you okay? Until Hulk Hogan yeah. went, get him! And started yeah. beating the heck out of him. Okay, well, like I said, Bob went to cheat and used the cast, but he missed and hit Paul, and they lost the match. But it was one of the biggest matches of the year. It was huge because it was at the first WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And then in May of that year, he would have a match against Hulk Hogan on Saturday nights. He would lose the match due to disqualification because of Roddy Piper's interference. Oh, he was mad at him. He would uh, continue to be with Rowdy through 1985. Then he uh, feud with Paul Orndorff. Hogan, Andre the Giant, and Bruno Santano, or whatever his last name was. I can't remember. Because he was his um. <laughs> Sorry, guys. He was his uh, guard to stay Didn't outside, right? Do what? He was a guard to stay outside. Or was he in the match? This is uh, the feuds he had with people, different matches. Oh, I thought that that's the match. <coughs> no. Well, it was just him and Hulk Hogan. Then he would team with Piper and challenge Mr. T to a match. Wait, what? Yeah. I thought they were partners. I don't think so. Listen to this. 
It happened on Saturday night in 1986, but it was a setup for Roddy Piper to uh, who helped Bob beat up Mr. T. It was just a setup. It was a setup for the Mr. T versus Roddy Piper at WrestleMania 2. Piper and or- Orton went through went their separate ways after WrestleMania 2. Uh Bob would become the bodyguard for Andre Adra- oh Andre uh, Adonis Adra- uh, yeah Adonis Adra- Adonis uh on Andre Ad- Adonis's talk show that Piper had but they when Piper left they put this guy's show in his place and he was wearing a and Bob Orton was his bodyguard for that little show, and he would wear a pink cowboy hat. That's stupid. Yeah, but when Piper came back, he would turn his back on Piper and teaming uh, and team with a different uh, with different people, but never would beat Piper. So Piper came back thinking his old friend would have his back, and he said, "Nuh uh, not anymore, sucker." Yep. Can you dig it, sucker? Then he would team with the uh, Magnificent Morocco. Then they would have several wins and, he, and have a match at WrestleMania 3, but they would lose. They would eventually turn on each other, and Marco would turn a heel, which means good guy. I mean, not heel. He would turn a baby face, which means good guy, while uh, Bob turned heel, which means bad guy. He turned heel. And Mr. Fuji would come back to uh, manage him for a little bit. He would leave the WWE in 1987. Yay. He would try to make a comeback in 1989. No. Then he would try to uh, make a comeback, but with no success. By 1990, he was done with the uh, WWE. Yay. You didn't like him because he cheated, huh? Well, well, some matches if I didn't like the other person, I don't like Well, that's him. true. I know. There's I some guys in wrestling I just don't like either. And then you have to go with someone that you really, really hate. Yes. Well, that is it for the part one of Bob Orton. Now we're going to talk about somebody in the present. Somebody I like and Jackson likes. Yeah. He's a good wrestler. And what's his name? Sammy Guevara. Guevara. I don't. The inner circle. Oh. Jeez. I, I think like this kid's more. getting tired. That's why I can't remember anything. No, no, it's just I stink. Okay. And then, okay. Sammy started uh, training after uh, high school at Booger T's, a wrestling school in Houston. Yeah, Booker T's got a wrestling school in Houston. Oh my God, I should go. I should go train with him. Mm-hmm. I go learn the ways of the master. <laughs> After uh, training, he had a rough start, but with time, he started getting uh, booked outside of uh, Texas and traveling more. Wow. <laughs> Which means by he was getting booked, people was uh, paying him to come wrestle at their uh, event. So, just think, he could actually come to WWE one day. Yeah, you never know. Anybody. Right now is with the AEW. 
that sucks out Chris Jericho and him and everyone talked to each other, but now Chris Jericho's letting back into the inner circle. Yeah, because what MJF did. <laughs> we'll talk about that at the end of the show, though. But... Mm, I want to talk about it now. Okay, then after a rough start, like I said, he started getting booked outside of Texas. Oh. He even came through uh, Minner Wells, my little town, one time, wrestled a time or two. Yeah. Then he uh, debuted. That was awesome. I don't know why I'm saying that. I don't know why you're saying that. I hate them. Okay, then in 2013 in Texas, he started uh, traveling to different companies, like I said. And then he worked with uh, many companies, but the IPW was his like main one. Because he would like, you know, go... Work for this company, but still do a show for this one or this one, you know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so he was working a lot. Well, you got to do that because the more matches you got, that's more uh, time in the ring you have, and that's uh, just gets your name out there. Wow. Okay. And he had some uh, great, great, great rivals there at IPW with, uh, with Keith Lee. Yeah. Keith Lee. Keith Lee, man. Oh, say no. He made a short stay at the WWE in 2015. And he was on the WWE event or main event in a uh, tag team match that uh, aired once on TV on a dark match. Then he started some impact ra- impact wrestling. He had two matches there. Then he continued wrestling for other companies. Sammy started wrestling with the AEW and in the, and is becoming one of the youngest rising stars in the business. Why'd you never tell me that he used to work with A I mean WWE? I didn't know either until I did my research, but I only did one match for him. Can I tell them? Okay, now we can tell you what happened on the okay, So, Sammy Guevara came back was like, Chris, I know this is the last person that you ever want to talk to, but look, I caught footage. And so, they showed him. So, basically, MJF, he set MJF, MJF up, he thought. And MJF was like, you want me to run? Let's. I'm going to run the inner circle. Yeah, you do that, and then and then they want to go <coughs> get Chris, to, but they want to go get Chris. But no, they're like, and Chris was like, they're not, they're not gonna turn on me. And then they pushed him to the corner, saying that they're gonna kick his. Yeah, kick his butt. And then it was like, please, Chris, Chris, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then he was like, I was like, and then do the. Then it's like, I was, I was too busy no, making no. my own group. I was going to say it. Well, okay, he was too busy. Building, no. He said that I was was too busy building my own. And then the light shut off. And his bodyguard and... FTR, Terry Blanchard. And another person came. And and the chairman. Chris Jericho got busted up and got through, got put through a dang table. Yeah. They got busted up pretty bad. My sister and my my big sister and my little sister. I mean, my sister that's... His older sister, well... Both older sisters. Yeah, they're both older. 
But they, they were both like, ugh, because they don't like MJF. For me, Jackson's like, yes, because we like MJF. Yeah, and I liked how he got fired from them. So it was like, I was too busy building my own. And then, boom, boom. And all you could hear was just boom, boom, boom. Yes. But the big... But yeah, that, they all got beat up. And then, tell them about... About what? And then Christian showed up to help Moxley against Omega and, and uh, his guy. friends. So Christian's there. And he acted like he might help him out, so that'd be good. Yeah, because the guy that has the K helped John Moxley in that match, in that boom match. Yeah. That clearly, killed, I mean, Kenny Omega cheated in. Yeah. Because he said, oh, I need your guys' help if he tries doing something like stupid. So what do you think about Kenny Omega? I think they should just fire him on the spot. Just tell him to get out? And then he had to force his title. Did you like to... him when he was a good guy? Yeah, but not anymore, no. Because I didn't like when Luke Gazzle and Cody Anderson came in his life and went, hey, do you need any backup? Yeah. And then he went, oh, yes. And then they f and they freaking found this other dude. Yeah. They All cheated. right, bud. Like they cheated in one match. Uh -huh. And then they keep on cheating. Okay, bub. Well, this well, is. I'm here to give him a review on the shows. We're just. This is your co host. Well, um. Just. Before Jackson shoves us off, y'all come back every Tuesday now and listen to our show. It'll uh -huh. start getting bigger and better. Uh, we're just working on, like I said, 30-minute shows right now because uh -huh. uh, his attention span, it's pretty short. Yeah, <laughs> but we're going to be adding this tomorrow. But uh, we're going to, this will be dropping, well, when you hear this, it'll be in the morning. But you guys, uh, keep listening. Thank you for uh, listening to us. And Jackson's going to sign us off. This is your host, Jackson Moose, signing off. And I am your co-host, Stephen Booth, signing off. And watch my sisters. And Listen to his sister's podcast, Ghost Stories Told from the South. His other sister's podcast, What's Really Out There. And go follow and my And mine, Borderline the, Texas Trash. Yeah, with the other cousin. And keep on watching Wrestling 101 with Jackson, your host. And your co-host, Stephen Booth. Signing off, my friends. We're out of here. See Bye.